Another episode of the Happy Hour. It's your boy, Mr. Other Time. Along with me, I got my cousin, Brody, Mikey Slacks. And today, we got Mr. Big Stepping himself. Uh, I'm big. Shout out to the 415 and to our, our sponsor, the Emporium, legendary spot in the Fillmore. Yes, Make sure sir. you come through and party and get your game on. Because Thunder, we still winning. Let's get right into it, man. Yeah. Everybody knows you from your smash viral hit, Big Stop. I didn't right? know everybody knew yeah. me. This is, this is new news to me. I didn't know that. It's gone viral. You've been literally everywhere, yeah. right? But let's let's back it all the way up. Mm -hmm. Where are you from? Man. Let's kick it. We in my neighborhood right now. I'm born and raised, Filmo, San Francisco, California. Hey. Moved to Hunters Point when I was 11. Then after that, went to college in New Orleans around 18. Came back, finished up. Got my AA in Santa Rosa. Got my official degree uh, uh, in St. Mary's College of California, California and Moraga. Yes, but you know, really from the, I'm really Bay bred. I'm really Frisco born, you know what I'm saying? Hell my yeah. family, my mom, she, she from Rhode Island. So they from like New England, East Coast. My dad here from South Carolina. So shout out everybody from South Carolina, hey. you feel me? So you know, That's just sad. humble beginnings, regular beginnings. Just San Francisco kid, one of the few before the gentrification. Yeah, so you know, talk. speaking you know speaking I mean? of that, so, uh, yeah. growing up from out right here, here yeah. from where you from, in, in this uh, legendary, really yeah. historic neighborhood in San Francisco, sure, man, one of the best, Harlem of the West. You know, hey, sure. a lot yeah, a lot of people out here in this area is either really uh, Washington High School yeah. or, or Galileo, right? Facts, facts. Right? You gotta pick one. I'm a G House. I'm, I'm from the Mission, though. Okay, that's but dope. Love for this area. Yeah. Uh, you went the traditional route, though. You oh, went man. somewhere Catholic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, man, I, I was fortunate when I was in fourth grade, third grade. So, kindergarten, my mom put me in a school called New Traditions on Upper Hate. And feel me, she loved it for the academic reasons, but obviously they was being prejudiced. I was one of the few black kids in the class. Happy I went there, learned hella much. So then she took me to the school up the block, John Muir. Best decision she made because came in there before I went outside every day, she's like, you gotta do your homework. Eventually, fourth grade had the highest test scores in the city, nice. even though we came from one of the quote unquote worst schools, you feel me? And then from there, I got an academic scholarship to go to a private school, Dope. cathedral school for boys, shout out the SMART program. 
Hey. Shout out Miss Jacobson. Hey. From there, there I went to a, a Catholic, I believe, parochial school. Feel me, Sacred Heart Cathedral Preparatory. Feel me, and there I had the best high school experience possible. I was very distracted, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, it allowed me to be myself. I found the passion for acting there. I, I found the I passion know. for, you know, being myself, being able to step out the box and knowing that being 100% me is valid. I could be an athlete, I could be a thespian, I could be an entertainer, I could be all these things. So you feel me? Man. And I still right. got to kick it with my homies that went to public school. You feel hey, me? Yeah, on the weekends, because yeah. we used to throw them little parties, you know what I'm saying? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like you had a very, uh, you come from a very structured household sure. and stuff. Like your mom mm -hmm. had you in check, on mm -hmm. point and everything. Yeah. So uh, you never were tempted to like, live live a I mean, different lifestyle or not be out in the streets like that or anything of that nature? I think I was a product of an extremist mentality. So you, when you see it in your face every day, you see certain things in your face, like just to be explicit, when I walked outside for a period, every day I would see somebody selling drugs. Like literally, I lived on a corner. If you go to Hayden Webster, it's, a, it's across the street from the corner store, mm -hmm. diagonal from Two Jacks, feel me? I lived literally on a corner of Page Street, uh, mm. what they call a, a PST, the block, yeah. uh, Hayden Webster. I lived right there on the corner. So, you know, the project is right here, but my house is on the corner. It's the epicenter yeah. of where everybody be at. So literally, they'd be posted right in front of my house. And I feel like it was kind of symbolic that we lived there, mm -hmm. but the only apart the apartment I lived in was the only one not attached to the project. Wow. So I would walk outside every day and I would see the elements. Yeah. I would see the activity. And I'd be like, damn, it's exciting and everything. But I would always have somebody in my ear either being like, man, you have a different gift. Go mm -hmm. be, go do something else. Right. Or see something that just turned me off. Like yeah. seeing somebody getting shot and killed or seeing somebody or having people in my family who used yeah. to be drug addicts mm -hmm. and then seeing people sell drugs. And it was like, damn, Damn, like, man, I, tr I tried what I needed to, or I touched the stove enough to know that you can yeah, get murdered. Yeah, you gotta be a better way. What happened after that in your this, ear? I was like, this hot enough for me. And then I always, I had people that was older than me that actually told me the right things. Right. Like, I remember just being, going to football practice in elementary school and people seeing that and be like, man, keep doing that. Yeah. Or you feel me? Going to school with a tie they on They saw it. the potential in exactly. you already. And then that's yeah. why I love my environment because, you know, a lot of times they say, say, you only could get steered steer, steer the wrong way mm -hmm. if you already got bad intentions. Yeah, yeah, for but if you sure. got the right intentions, most time the hood, they just going to build you up and be like, exactly. come on, keep doing right. that. Exactly. I remember people used to cut on my games, all, everything. That's so. what's up. What age would you say that, you know, music took your mm -hmm. attention and you wanted to follow that route? Um, I think I wrote my first uh, poem book at around seven or eight years old. Wow. Like I got it, it was terrible. It was trash. I always, <laughs> I look back like, damn, you suck. But you know I mean? it was, it was a start because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, for sure. When yeah. I first learned how to write, I'm already trying to write poems. Mm -hmm. Then like middle school. For me, it was it was fun when they'd be like in class. Like I remember one, this after school program. I think it was either college track or something like that. They was like, hey. um, we're gonna give you these this list of words, vocabulary words, and then we want you to put them into a sentence or a yeah, poem yeah, or a paragraph. For sure. And I was like, that was you was getting put on the spot when you yeah. was too young. You yeah. didn't yeah. know, man. Is that improv? So that, that already sparked your interest, man, right there. You knew it was something that you wanted to pursue like, that you enjoyed. Man, I had fun. Like everybody in class was like, oh, we gotta do this. I literally used to, <laughs> I used to test myself and see, okay, we got 20 minutes. Can I use all 13 or 15 of these words yeah. that are vocab words, make them rhyme, and put them in a 
paragraph. Wow. Feel me? And that was hella fun to me. Yeah, Seventh, yeah, eighth yeah. grade. Then ninth grade, nice. one of my homies from the uh from Freedom West, his name Jesse B. Shout out to Mac Just. Hey. He was rapping with uh Roach Giggs, rapping or okay. Lil Fote. So he was already up there and he was like 14 or 15. He was like, come to my house. And then we just used to be in there just vibing. And then one of my homies, Silk Drizzle, he was like, hop on this song. Come on, stunner. And we know you can rap. Cause I used to be freestyling. Yeah. We used to yeah, yeah. do the grind and beat uh, at the lunch table. And then I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get on this. And then it was, I thought it was trash, but it was my introduction and it felt really good yeah, yeah, to sure. listen to it back. Then from nice. every, to hear to, yourself, right? For man. The first time. And then to hear something you put together raw. So I, so I was hooked. Then I went through the whole process. I went through battling people, freestyling, uh, losing freestyling oh, wow. competitions rarely. You feel me? Well, I can't even say I lost because <laughs> every freestyle competition I got in, I end up winning. Nice. Feel me? Every battle I, I was in, I end up winning. The undisputed champ. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna brag because I know it's a lot of people out there hungry. You feel me? But it was just yeah. like getting to that point and always being an underdog, but always yeah. prevailing. So then it got me here, and I just stuck with it every day. I could say I've been, but I could say. 2016, that was really when I was like, okay, I'm finna take this Got serious. You. The real uh, introduction. August 2016, I remember. Ooh, I mean, I sold my sorry. Xbox. Not the 360. No, I had to sell the 360 to do a 180. Not to get away from the music and that whole scenario, I, education, what did that play? like? <laughs> education was probably the key part because, you feel me, ever since I was young, my mom was big on education. She told me before I was even born, you know, it's a critical period right. when you in the womb. My mom said she would read to me every day nice. and she said when I came out feel me I was speaking at a very early age so she used to read to me every night so if you if you got kids just realize hey. that even before they born they can literally uh, feel me they can intake what you saying so you know that's huge to me and she was always big on that so for me when I do music and everything, it feels like one, when I when you listen to a lot of my stuff, I feel like if you listen to a project of mine, I feel like I want you to feel like you read a book. Whether mm -hmm. it's content, whether it's energy, whether it's vocabulary, I want you to be like, damn, I took a lot of stuff in and it made me feel good. Beyond that, education is big because self-education means you're always in a stage of learning. Exactly. You feel me? With, right. with music, you always gotta be in that because everybody loving big stepping now, but and the, one of the biggest things people ask me in the middle of the movement, they're like, what's next? Exactly. Well, what's, what you got going? That's always going to be the next question what's, is what's mm -hmm. next. And had, I not, had I not been a student, had education not been what I really love, I would have been like, nah, we just doing this right now. Yeah. And we was focused on the present. Exactly. You got to be in the present. Exactly. But by the time people heard Big Stepping, I had two albums already recorded yes. nice. by the time you caught the wave. By yeah. the, as we sit here today, I got, if I really wanted to, I got a project with Gunna. Now, if we put our all the music we recorded down, NASA project, I got Still Winning Volume 2. I got a project with uh, DJ Fresh, and then off of that, after that, I got, if I just took all the songs I've been recording, I could drop two or three more projects. So wow. it's just like, we got everything uh, ready, but it's yeah. more about the reason why that was that was able to do that because I was constantly like fascinated, like oh, let me keep educating myself, yeah. let me try something new, let me keep learning, and then you know a lot of people say they got writer's block, and that's normal, but it, you probably only get writer's block in one. You lose your confidence in something too. You find it, you figure out, or you fall out of things you, you want to talk about. Yeah. I mean, if you always putting putting information in, you always gonna have something to talk about. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I didn't learn something, but I'm sitting with y'all. Yeah, you know what I, mean? sure, I think definitely. I think that's key. Like as yeah. we spoke already, and, and we're into this. Like you talked about your upbringing, mm -hmm. you know, the schooling. I think uh, at a, at a certain point, every man, woman's life, they get to a, a point where 
you, you're not really noticing that everything that you've done in your life has led up to this moment. Even as you spoke as the child in the womb, yeah. I think your energy of just being raw, mm -hmm. being able to put yourself out there. Cause I Absolutely. mean, how many other artists do you know when you go viral and you go hit like that, that you're still in tune with your fan base, that you're still pushing Ooh. P of positivity. Yeah. The way you I spun like that, that whole clean. thing off mm -hmm. of like, you know, how we, steadily get that fluctuating of big artists coming to our sector, stealing and taking it back and mm -hmm. saying that's ownership. Yeah. I think that's key that you said that because as an originator of, of, of what you've done, taking this shit viral, mm -hmm. and you said people ask what's next, but don't appreciate the value that you've already brought that's there. Cause I know you spend yeah. countless hours yeah. in podcast, TV, I would, and everything I, you're I would doing never about get, big stepping. Yeah, I would never get tired of it because that's a piece of my history. That's a moment. For me, it's like, I like would that. never want to stop living in that moment because exactly. to me, that moment is forever. I like how I'm you, saying, I like how you we, we didn't want to make music that people liked or loved. We did, but at the same time, we wanted to make something that's timeless. Yeah. I mean, this, when you come down to it and we really want to get deep, time really don't exist. So, exactly. feel me, if we make something that's timeless, I would never not want to talk about that. Exactly. Feel me? No matter what happened, good or bad, surrounded by it, feel me, for me, all I know is I put my all into it and then in putting my all into it, I wanted to be, I wanted it to be everything. And everyone felt it. Like, how did it Absolutely. make you feel just watching like NFL games and seeing mm -hmm. the TD celebrations? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah. how did that make you feel? I mean, it was, it was always dope. I, it's like a duality. One, on one side, I listened to it. Kobe Bryant said on on a his show, to the mama, yeah, R.I.P. Kobe, man. man. I almost wore a Kobe jersey today, man. But he is like, man, he doesn't get intoxicated when he reaches success because mm -hmm. this is what he works for day exactly. in and day out. True. And it was like for me, I literally from when we dropped the song to when we shot the video, I literally was running Lake Merritt. I literally hired a trainer. Literally every day, I was running visualizing what the video would be. Nice. So it was almost as if every day I was visualizing what would be right now. So it was like when it came, it was like, oh, it, it wasn't um, intoxicating to me because I was doing this every day. You were working you for me. You know what I'm saying? I was drinking this big stepping uh, ale every day. You feel me? And it was it was happy hour for me every day. That's hey, what's you know what I'm saying? Up, so it was a mix of that, but then also living present in the present and being like, whoa, definitely, we performing at Outside Lands right now. Whoa, this E40 right here. Yeah. Are you talking to me? And like just meeting these people and just being like, damn, like. I'm really here, and then keeping exactly. composure, mm -hmm. and then after the moment being like, oh shit, what's up? <laughs> Let's get out of the music for a minute. Yeah. Let's go to some of the other stuff that people, I don't wanna say highlight or even think about to mention with you, yeah. on, on you guys' high dialogue, mm -hmm. you know, how you speak, how you push the positivity, the morning yeah. aspirations, the goals, the $100 million mindset of right. you guys' whole group. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it became a group. And we had a, a, a previous guest, Jamal mm -hmm. True Love. Shout you know, out to Millie. Hey. Come on, man. Uh, hey, the Bay Apes. Hey, yeah. you feel me? I know the boys wanted to weigh in because yeah. it got us to start thinking. You also were an actor in, in the film Last mm -hmm. Black Man in San Francisco, yeah. as well as Gunna, yep. and some of our other fellow brothers from the neighborhood as well. Dope. Yeah. Um, speak on a little bit about that and the acting, because that was kind of like what really started, mm -hmm. you know, that, that camaraderie yeah. with the city yeah. shit. You guys. Are, are, are featured uh, heroes right now. Thank the you, man. The new wave that. that are really pushing it. Appreciate we're really proud. I yeah. mean, like every time I'm Definitely. at a game, I'm in that motherfucker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My, my one-year-old yeah. son's been pushing your shit for like four yeah. months. I gotta meet him. I gotta meet That's him. his favorite Definitely. thing. You know, I mean, any other song, he'll I, hit the hand wave is I'm cool with it. But as soon as he hear that, uh, it's like yeah. Yeah. energy. It gives people Definitely. hope. It's gotten so many things. It's got you to go there. But this movie, it really 
catapulted, you know, mm. your guys' level of engagement of being funny. Yeah, I yeah. think you were fucking hilarious. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, thank you Can man. Can we talk about that. your acting yeah, of course. And, and talk about your, your alter ego? Your alter course, ego. Course, man. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so Larry, Larry, Larry Nigel Stannis said, as you can see, I'm chilling with some real individuals and we're out here doing what needs to be done. Every time I put these spectacles on and put this drip on, you know, the young ladies come out the woodworks and they become like a waterfall. I call them Niagara Falls because when they see me, they start to drip. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just having fun with it, man. The new show uh, directed by Star. Jesus and Ace and the whole Shout camera team. Man. man, we got the cheap meal coming. It's fun. I go around as Nigel Standards and I just try all the foods. Because, you know, when you want to get in shape, not even wanna get, if you want to get in shape, you got to read the book Celestine Prophecy. Celestine Prophecy talks about going to that next level and in that next level, how essential diet is. Mm. You feel me? And then for me, my diet throughout the day, six days a week is very disciplined. But it's hard to live in America and see all this great food yeah. and not want to indulge a little you bit. So you feel day. me? So <laughs> I gotta have one cheat day and we turn that to, into a show where I can use my character. So it's a mutually, I, I'm trying to live in mutually beneficial situations and situations that help me ascend. I get to record something I don't really do too much. Beyond that, gotta give a shout out to Joe, Jimmy, everybody involved, the last black man behind oh, the scenes, yeah, sponsors, sure, producers, Just directors. Just got put on with some recognition awards of and a course, lot of things, you know some new projects. Shout yes. out to my man. Yeah, yeah. man. He, and Joe about that he just got his next movie i think it's called the, the governess all female cast he's doing some stuff nice. that's stepping out of the box and it's dope because he's using his leverage as a person to take these stories that might not be heard to bring it to the mainstream but that whole experience i would say that was the catalyst not just in stepping into oh i'm in this world this entertainment world but that was really the catalyst to be like i can take something that's in my head and turn it to act, uh, into an idea and make that action and that continuous action of consistency will literally just put you in the right place. Sorry. That's all that was for me. It was literally me having a mindset like, I want to act. That was my only thing. I was shooting Instagram sure. skits. Mm -hmm. And then nice. I just ended up with the mentality and the hunger and just being in the right place at the right time and creating an opportunity for myself. I was in Joe, Jimmy, and Nat room and we just happen to be recording music with our other partner. And I'm in there recording music, we having fun. And then uh, Joe happened to walk in and be like, hey, we need the room, me and Jimmy need the room for a second. We about to practice uh, for our movie, or we about to write our movie. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> like, think of every hold day. Hold up, hold up. You know what I mean? Think of every day Excuse for like me. 60, 60 days plus. Every day you wake up, you like, I feel like I gotta act. I'm talking about this was like six, seven years ago, maybe eight. I'm literally waking up every day and I'm like, I'm I'm going to work out and I'm shooting a motivational video yeah. on some stairs, going to YouTube and like, and then looking at everybody's videos, watching everything on Instagram when they first start, really, when you can only do a 15 second yeah, video. Yeah, 15 seconds. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So I'm on here watching this and like, I'm like, man, I gotta be an actor. Like, I know I could do this. I know, and you- The you, opportunity literally presented itself right in front of you. Man, and then for, for some people who are already established or already like, if you don't really want it, you look at that opportunity like, y'all writing a movie in somebody's room? Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, this mm. not finna go nowhere. Yeah. But me, I was like, I was just happy to be in the room. And that exactly. propelled me to go to the first reading. And that was the real like, oh. And I thought I did terrible, but we in a room with producers <laughs> and different people. And I just kept auditioning. So and eventually, you feel me? They gave me some uh, power and they was like, man, we want to write you into the thing, but nice. who do you feel should be casted in this? And I brought a couple people and one of the people they end up choosing was the homie Gunner. You mm. feel me? And, and that propelled us. And then it's like a lot of stuff. We really big on 
like being different and mm-hmm. I love my neighborhood. Shout out to San Quinn for become for having that, that being one of the first right. people to talk about that hundred million somebody from the mall gonna get that hundred million dollars and beyond that. But it's like believe it or not, San Francisco, Fillmore, wherever, feel me, it's not a normality to work with people or to lift yeah, your people up. Right. It's more like, oh yeah, um, for me, I gotta get it all for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't wanna put people on, but- They don't like to share mm-hmm. the wealth. Yeah, if you read me. the book, Go Giver, man, he talks about how the property of giving allows you to get more because exactly. you open yourself up to receive. Exactly. So you know, feel me, I feel like oh. if as long as I got my stuff together and I'm not gonna pour into somebody else's cup if my cup is empty, because that's counterproductive. You feel me? I'm gonna be dehydrated. Yeah, but that if, pee, that real pee. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You already know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if my, what the Bible say, my cup yeah. overfloweth. You know what I'm saying? Something about your cup overflowing, then surely that you can spread the wealth beyond others. You know what I mean? I don't know if the Bible say that, but it just sound great. It sounds so, great. I think, I think that's a good. I think that's a good segue though. So just speaking about pouring into a cup and mm-hmm. you being on your whole diet. Uh, tell us about stunted juice oh, and man, your health juice. On. Gotta go get that O2 juice, <laughs> man. Yeah. Right now. Uh, and P-Town Smoke, uh, 650 Smoke Shop, uh, I believe is at the, uh, also the Smoke Shop at Burners on Hate and in Sharkies in San Jose. Right I mean, on. go get you some refreshing O2 juice. No nice. alcohol, TAC, CBD, caffeine, mm. or cane sugar. In your nose like a booger. Man, it's like mine <laughs> made with a chain on it because it's sparkling. Nice. Man, yeah. I wish we would have had something for y'all. Oh, man, for but sure. so good. We get it for the set. Exactly. Yeah. We got yeah. some pre-rolls. We'll, 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 we'll get, we'll get that yeah. Stunning Man episode. Yeah. That juice. Yeah. Yeah. We got some gifts. I'm glad you brought out Gunna. Yeah. Uh, and how how you guys kind of got this the collaboration going because yeah. you know we had our, we had our story from from Tim Millie and yeah. we're hearing yours how you guys came together and you guys started mobbing yeah got to yeah. mobbing really go right. hard yeah uh, you guys to me I think uh, hearing your latest joint album mm-hmm. it's called Feel More you and we know. got the pre rolls and everything so when you tell us smoke some of that Feel More you know what I mean? hell yeah, yeah I mean how how is that <laughs> transitioning into into the into the weed game mm-hmm. uh, having your guys' own joint collaboration to yeah. go along with an album yeah. by I'm putting all all the ten toes down. Everything yeah. shit is fire. Thank you, man. Mm. It's got that. the ultimate mob mob hyphy. Mm. The energy from you, the just the bounce off from both y'all with some really good features. Mm. I highly anticipated. Yeah. I mean, like I was with it. I've Thank been you, with man. it for the last couple months. Appreciate Go that. Go gobble it up. Like uh, yeah, yeah. speak about how you guys been working together. And I mean, to me, I think y'all are like the ultimate like one two now. Thank you, man. Like, I appreciate that. You know, because I mean, it's are. obvious you guys mm-hmm. are going around. You guys have been touring. You guys have been doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, really laying that foundation to that to that teamwork. Yeah. Like speak about doing that joint album with him and this oh, yeah. whole project with the pre rolls and how y'all really moving. Teamwork make the dream work, man. We, this is a game right here. You got to look up. at this game like it's basketball or football. You know what I mean, it's not a one player sport. You know what I mean. When you got your team, we got Ace here who act as management role, direct, make cover art, and do everything we need to. We got Jesus here. We got a whole bunch of people on the team. And then, but you need artists too. You need Mm -hmm. that artist that can help you carry the load. And beyond that, somebody you work with that might not, you might not see a perspective they doing vice versa. You yeah. know what I mean? It helps you intent, help each other grow. You know what I'm saying? It helps in tangent exactly. to grow. You know what I mean? So with us it's just fun and it coming from the same neighborhood is dope. He literally grew up down the street from me. Yes. So you know we have the same perspective, but
but maybe out of a different lens, growing up in different areas, but still having one family uh, concentrated goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then you look at things a different way, and you know, it'd be times where he might not always right be right, and I'm like, man, let's do it this way. And I'm like, all right, he's like, let's rock. It'd be times where mm-hmm. I'm not always right, he'd be like, man, let's do it this way. I'm like, all right, he's like, yeah. all right, let's rock. But beyond, but the most important thing is, we whenever he'll be like, stunner, like for example, it's like, Going into the unknown, one three years ago, he was like, "Stunner, we finna go out the country for the movie. You rocking? All right, come on, let's go." You know what I mean? No thinking about it. Told my job, I'll be back. You feel me? I had an event to do. Gave them the money back. Feel me? Like uh, even though I was going to spend money, feel me? I'm like, man, I'm going to do this life changing thing, and it, it did what it was supposed to. It changed my nice. life. Right, Manifesting that We do the pinkies now. We do the pinkies. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> but no, it's just it's it's just hella dope having somebody that you could rely on, you could trust, really rock with, and y'all have a Definitely. similar goal, yeah. and y'all are constantly pushing one another to get there. It's fun in a studio when you can just hop in the studio. Or a beat come on and then somebody be like oh I'm on it feel me and then now it's like literally we, we have time where we sit and think of like oh let's make a song about this or let's make a song about that but other times it's just like let's hop in there and have fun beyond right, that definitely. let's act feel me let's sit down and write let's talk about life let's figure out how to navigate these people who might be trying to take advantage of us mm-hmm. how do we interact with these people who have our best intentions mm-hmm. feel me how do we encourage each other to stay healthy working out it's just a whole feel me like spectrum of you know elevation so you know Definitely. and then we just put that in the music and we like high energy stuff you know what i'm saying we make music toward if you want to get up and move mm. we make music for women we make music to to really make your brain think beyond that we're trying to have a good time yes That's i love it, it. Man. i love it man i know you're big on sports so i gotta ask you about oh, yeah. your alma mater sacred heart you already know what they're man. doing right now yeah, winning man. that state championship in baseball hey, come on, i see man. you supporting yeah. tough come on, man. Getting it in there. shout out shout out hey. to some of my folks i'm, hey, a, I'm a galileo graduate shout, shout out to Gal. Tuan. come on man you know what i'm saying becoming uh, you know the head coach over there yeah, that's uh, i mean let's be honest it's a historically uh lighter shade you know that holds that mantle i mean you know of course, the brothers play on folks, the field. You know what I'm <laughs> he said, "White, white, white, white. We need, a, we need uh, black and brown owners now. That's hey, the next Black goal. and brown owners. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, but I, nah, this shit is dope. Um, I, I, I like the fact that you know you even went back and, yeah, and gave to. that acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Even singled out the winning hitter. You know what Come I'm saying? On, man. You know it's hella funny. I, I say this phrase, and I've been saying this since big stepping into the sports realm. When you big stepping, you still winning. Like let's be on. Feel me, the mm-hmm. Niners getting to the NFC Championship yeah. game and getting a game away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. Feel me, when, make the, me when the big stepping <laughs> happened to be the the, uh, the anthem of the season, yeah. it's beyond Joe Mixon hitting a big stepping in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Feel me, the Bengals ain't made to the Super Bowl in a minute. Shout out Joe. Yeah, yeah that on episode. Come on, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. I Come went on. to school with his cousin, uh, his sister Tracy. Shout really good folks, man. Beautiful. A lot of people don't know. My man, it's from where we at, man. Yeah. The Bay Area. Yeah. Come on. We still winning these We still. Winning, you know, a lot of people don't know. Share that platform. Exactly, he's still from here, even though it's not our team. Exactly. So that's why I appreciate him showing that love, and that's how it carries on. But feel me, Sacred Heart. They had been asking me to come back for a minute, but I was just so busy. As soon as I got some time to free up, I was like, man, I'm there, and I just made sure sure when it was going to state, man, players is hitting it in the game after they score. Mm. I gotta be there, and I hype them up after. Then beyond that, uh, it's crazy because. Back in like, when was they doing? Doing the December, November when they was playing football playoffs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That the player he was literally. 
telling me at the games, like, come to my game when we play SI, come to my game. You play that Keysar, yeah, right? They, yeah. yeah. They, was like, they was playing that Keysar, but the baseball player was literally telling me, like, look, come to my games, come to my games, come to my wow. Bruce Mahoney game. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to see trophy. if I can make it. Yeah. And I ended up getting booked on that day. He was like, all right, it's good, yeah. it's good. But he was like, I listen to the song every day. So to be down 3-2, <laughs> In the top of the seventh inning, Big. and two, you got two runs on base. Man, then him to for? hit that double, clutch, yeah, me, and then clutch, and then get to second base, get the go ahead runs, and then hit the big stepping. Femi is just like, I'm happy I can make a song yeah. that when you get into that crunch time moment, it makes a difference. you feel like, man, come on, I'm big Motiv- stepping. Yeah. You know I think that's great uh, because, you know, uh, a, a million dollar football player or a college athlete that's already got their ticket or tickets already been stamped. Mm-hmm. I think that's so good that you made the time for that man because Definitely. like I said, this movement that you started just with this mm-hmm. one alone, yeah. not even to say what else you're gonna give us. Mm-hmm. You've given people like something really to believe in. I mean, if a, if a one-year-old baby, <laughs> if a high schooler, if a grown man can all come and leave the craziness that we've all been going through in the last mm-hmm. two years, to pump them arms out like that. Man. I think there's no other way of saying your boy is really pushing. Come yeah, on, man. That's Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Man, I'm so, just happy I could have an impact. That you. was the whole goal. That's why the album that Big Stepping on is called, or the project that it's on is called I Gotta Feel It. Because yeah. I wouldn't do it if I can't feel it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That beat is so mm-hmm. fucking Slide. Shout out Quake <laughs> Beats. You know man, what I'm saying? Like, he made, feel me? That was three years of making a tailor-made vocal chain exactly how Stunner Man 02 vocals sit. He, mm-hmm. man, he was scientific with that, man. Shout out Quake Beats. And the Formula One. Man, well, we, we can't thank you enough because mm-hmm. I know that schedule was like mad crazy. No, it's all Real, good, We want to thank you. Uh, We're going to be winning with this one. <laughs> so, man, thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's anything that you want to give out to any San Francisco artist, because I'm on chats, rooms, daily panels, and I, I don't hear the city get the recognition for a lot of these up and coming talents that are really mm-hmm. out here doing it. Uh, can you give them some positivity? Because yeah, of course. You're, you're, you're a person that's here, that's made it, that's on that path, that's gonna continue to grow. For someone that's looking to mm-hmm. go viral, to do something, and someone who's handled it really gracefully as mm-hmm. you have, can you give something out to someone there yeah, that's gonna get them there? Hey, if you wanna go somewhere you've never been, you gotta do something you never did, man. I'm still figuring it out. No matter how much success I, I, I have, I'm still learning. So man, most important thing is, out of all of that, is just be consistent and be comfortable with being uncomfortable, man. Don't stop and then always take the accountability, you feel me? You gotta look at yourself as the quarterback in life, you feel me? When a quarterback win, Feel me? He give the glory to the team. I did a cool job. When a quarterback lose, he say, man, it was my fault. You know what I'm saying? That's what a good right. quarterback does. So San Francisco, let's build that mentality. If let's we don't go. have multiple people in the mainstream, we don't have multiple hits, we don't have multiple stuff on that level, let's stop saying, oh, the industry don't rock with us. Let's stop saying, oh, it's somebody else's fault. It's the producer's fault. No. It's, it's our it's our responsibility. It's nobody's responsibility but us. So stay consistent, make high quality music, man, make a high quantity, do this for real, and do it every day. How do you expect to be the best at something if you don't do it every day? By, by like statistics, if I do something for 365 days and you only do it when you feel like it, just by statistics, no matter how talented you are, I will be better than you. You feel me? So at the end of the day, have that mentality. Do it every day, and you're gonna get the best results when you do it when you don't feel like it. Commit to your craft. I mean, gotta be, gotta commit. 
Now, before you leave us, mm -hmm. I know people, our fans that have been really tuning in and we are very grateful for you. For all our new fans and the people that are just starting to give way, we gotta get a performance. Can we Come get on, a, can we course, get one? Man, you already know. Can we get the turn up? Turn <laughs> up, man. We're gonna turn it up. Come on. Hell We're gonna take yeah. it all the way to the next level, man. Hell are y'all ready? I hope y'all ready. Hey, I'm hustling and I'm all about a dollar. I probably won't kill you, but I'll fuck your baby mama. She called me baby since I fucked her to that side Mac Dre did, so they need the free yada. And I'm overcoming obstacles and my flow is optimal. That was some money, make any chick knockable. When we talking shit, they don't wanna hear me logical. Bitch said I'm cold, then suck me like a Young nigga popping cherries, grown man, I eat it hairy. Obama runs, got me, think I'm sitting next to Barry. Jordan like a saint, he the one you wanna marry. But stunner, well, he'll sit like Karen. Hey, I need my concentration with success come complications. Shitting on these niggas while you deal with constipation. BSA, for the ones who never knew. Hey, bitch, we from the bay, instead of telling what we do. I'm outside. You niggas finally caught up. It's about time. Ha, we outside. You niggas talking about money. About time. Ha, we outside. And I'll never leave the house without mine. Ha, I'm outside. You niggas finally.